0: well it's, it's uh, fine. we can record today this is a jj episode so uh jj i guess i'll make the intro this time uh <sighs> Welcome to the show, it's the two guys you know, welcome to the show, Uh. welcome to the show, the live
1: (laughs) broadcast of the Weekly Chomp. I'm your host, Gigi Mr. Rogers, or JJ, if most of you might know me by, the round boy, the round one, the roundest spherical, lyrical, mysterical individual and i am also joined by the sultry voice of kuma x tank the hey Cody, midnight
0: thunder the choco midnight thunder actually. chocolate rain <laughs> <laughs> i'm the chocolate <laughs> thunderstorm from the west Kuma tank. (laughs) (laughs) So on our docket today, we have have a decent amount of stuff, a little
1: bit of news, a little bit of saltiness that we can talk about from the VPN community. Uh Uh, We recently had our uh, restriction list updated. Uh, The English side has not had theirs updated yet. Thank ever-loving God, (laughs) (laughs) because the JP side had their restriction list, which is a very weird thing, to say the least.
0: Um. Yeah, uh, I don't know, Chief. <laughs> I kind of feel ours is going to be the exact same.
1: <laughs> or... Okay, so there's also on the docket for today. There is going to be the uh, Relevant Vanguard Zero News. Uh, also, Kumatenka is going to be going off today. On that, I wanted to make a special episode where I wanted to hear his actual thoughts. So what his actual, full, unfiltered, raw... <laughs> Our 18 thoughts. <laughs>
0: uh, thoughts on what he. <laughs> exactly. I'm complaining about Vanguard edition. Zero. Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, and then in the halfway point, we've been talking about the potential decks we might see at BSF. Technically, we can kind of skip V, <laughs> v- Preview for now because I think we kind of know what's going to we- be on the VP. <laughs> top five where uh, we both give our top five looks and uh, eyeing to see which decks are going to be pretty good and then we also have going into the later half the end when we wind down we talk about the winners and the losers of the new V clan collection that just came out recently some of our Lucie peeps, some Royal Pollen got a little bit of support and then we got some other reverse units that have been added as well to the game so you know get some idea as to what we can possibly expect going forward
0: spoilers it's still a prism meta <laughs> it still is. we're gonna
1: be starting with the bandless the jp manless do you happen
0: to have it uh in front of you uh yeah i actually don't <laughs> 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 but i mean i've memorized it because it's just it, it's it's pretty consistent you know It's consistent with what ban lists have always been, which are disappointing, not actually serving the purpose that competitive players want, and tone deaf to the West. One would think that uh, with, with the game being global, that they would apply the same meta on the global stage regardless if it's an issue or not in a certain region i feel it just leaves too many holes open what's stopping what's literally what's stopping japan's meta from going to a prism meta to mirror what was ha- what's happening currently here in the west nothing so I don't, no. i'm not surprised by it but um and i agree i, yeah. I wholeheartedly agree I, um it, it does not mm-hmm. i can't i can't read japanese so I can't really translate the Japanese slides in front of me. Um, but Angel mm-hmm. Feather got a hard nerf as the companion grade three to Black Gavriel. Uh, I do not remember his name. JJ, what's his name? Uh, Hamiel, actually. Yeah, black Hamiel. Hamiel. Hamiel's gone. They were like, no Black Hamiels allowed in here. So those are completely <laughs> out of the format. They're gone. Uh, Bermuda Triangle <laughs> also got hit. What's the card Bermuda Triangle got hit with? Uh-
1: uh, it's a melee grade one. They wanted to make, restrict it to... I think they're restricting it to one or they're banning it entirely. It's one of the ways of being able to uh, facilitate the Plon engine because in JP, they they favor more high-roll mechanics and I think Gavriel was most uh, consistent out of the high-roll decks because it would consistently just get your Gavriel on your first grade three turn very and true. you can pump out like three to four crates in comparison to different archetypes and with Plon, it allows you to get into your plan <laughs> and mostly melody key pieces that you'll need and so restricting those two cards did end up hitting those decks fine but they don't understand how cracked prism is or how cracked Luard is right now like in the bro only alone those decks by the grace of god uh gavriel and Plon topped those events by the grace of god and i don't even think a gavriel topped even one one of the mm-hmm. View premium tournaments and if they did it's just like one of them possibly yeah. I could be misremembering things, but all I remember topping, for most of the majority is is different flavor of uh, Luard and Prism. That's all I remember topping.
0: Yeah, and it's very slighted heavily towards them. Seeing that they didn't get mm-hmm. a global nerf, I, I, it just leads me back to, it's just intended design. We got. Mm-hmm. We got to give every single clan the same things that those two decks have, if we want to say that the game is balanced for V premium. But that ain't gonna happen. So all we can rely on is a hard nerf to both of those decks. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. Because like most of the, if we had to give the same, get the same tools that Prism and Ward have, we'd have. Hour and a half games, hour and fifty
0: minute games apiece. Oh yeah, like it was time. called it was All called Legion format. <laughs> we literally True. had it. It was Legion format. Everybody could take triggers, put them back into their deck, and the only thing that set decks apart was: can your Vanguard restand, or can you draw too many cards? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, um, there's also two other ones. Percival got knocked down to a one killing uh the entire bluish flames dream and V premium I'm I'm really confused on that because whoever cared about Percival you know I, I'm, I'm not sure you're gonna have to like explain this one to me JJ and then I see gogurt on here as well too but I'm not I'm not sure why gogurt is on here as well so JJ you'll have to explain that one as well too Okay, so for most of the people who might not know, um there was a restriction
1: list like a couple months back, I think somewhere in October of last year, where uh Percival and um Gargwit could not be in the same deck. Now they can be in the same deck, but now you can only run one of them. So since Percival as a whole is limited to one, and Gurgwit and Percival are no longer limited to be played with each other, you can actually add Percival back into the deck again. Okay. But... It's still a nerf. Bro, it's a nerf. It, it's a nerf. <laughs> it's still, it, it's still, uh, it's still like a restriction. But, but now, like, Gurgwit be... and
0: Percival... But could it be mm-hmm. Prism? Could it? Sorry, say it again? Could it be C- what? Could it beat prism
1: uh, no I mean green, you need to go first like oh, okay. Percival has always been one of the Gold Paladin has, in general has been one of those decks that it just needs to go first so okay. in a, in a long game no but if you get the high roll and Gergwit gets its Percival online then yes okay. uh, this does in fact hit um, uh, Spectral Duke a whole lot harder than most of the other archetypes. You could try to make Ezel work, but Ezel is also just a
0: broke special. <laughs> it doesn't give the same pressure. Yeah. yeah. The superior right just doesn't hit like it used to, you know? Yeah. Extra exactly. circles, draw. you just still not really pushing considerable numbers against your opponent with the current power creep and also mm-hmm. with the heal triggers mm-hmm. it can completely slow down uh, that deck bonus tone mm-hmm.
1: and then for the western player base what do you think we would need to have a big shape cup in a format like what 5 cards or at least like 3 main perpetrators of the oh. format do you think like, damn, these need to go if you want to have a healthy V premium format
0: well if we're talking about V premium I don't i don't really care about that format you know because uh. it shouldn't exist in my opinion <laughs>
1: um you feel like you just homogenized with premium and just i be yeah, done with it
0: yeah it's just homogenized mm-hmm. with premium they should that should be it nope no v premium it's a pointless format especially with the meta being unshifting from 2020 so yeah uh if you were to fix it though I'd say, um, just do a sweeping ban list. If it's top consistently, ban it outright. Just say you cannot play this deck. Dismantle it apart. Make a new strategy. Go Konami up <laughs> in this bitch. <laughs> like, and it, it just hit this grade three. Yeah, just just completely say. Here's 10 grade threes. You can't use them. And I don't... And and just... And not give a fuck. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) One of the few times I'll drop that F-bomb on the podcast. But dead ass... To fix (laughs) the premium sweeping bandless. There is no concession. Because the fact that... Nothing from the V collections matter should just like, what's the point? Why are we printing these cards? Why are we making them? Why are we propping up this format with cards that don't impact the V premium meta or don't even impact the premium meta? Like at best, the only thing that the V collections have been good for is getting promos that would have changed the format if they were released on time, or simultaneously,
1: like right now with the releases of the new cards that are going to be talk. I think we talked about this last week, or at length, or I think on a on a previous uh, Sunday Sunday sermon. Yeah, um, we talked about like the potential V collection stuff that could be get released or revealed. I think we talked about the length. Like, one of the cards you could expect. Like, we already said to ourselves, we knew that uh, although Overlord was going to be released, Rebirth is going to be released. So we're yeah. getting Rebirth, and now we're getting Glendios. And I'm yeah. kind of like, I'm rolling, I am I physically rolled my eyes as soon as I saw the reveals for them. I was like, oh, please, can we just have different cards, dude? These yeah. are just like, it's hype. But it's like, it's not the hype I was looking for. I don't care for these cards.
0: Yeah. And they're not, it's not even like they're being reprinted with effects that matter. So the hype that I have behind Glendios is zero. Because I know it's yeah. going to be counterblast heavy, probably tell you that you have to discard cards from your hand. And then on top of that, it won't be easy to get the auto win game condition. So, yeah, nope, V-Premium can't be fixed. Um, We should just abandon it. Because these
1: cards are meant to be weaker, fundamentally. Because somebody was asking me, like, one of my awesome viewers was asking me, like, hey, I've been reading a couple of these V-Premium collection cards, these V-Premium cards. These seem a lot weaker than main set cards. Like, yep, that's because they're trying to fix a mistake they made uh, three years back. Like, all these cards have to be weaker, because if they're around the same power level as they had them before then no (laughs) so the reason why some of these archetypes and stuff feel pretty safe when they play against each other so if you play like seal dragons against like jewel knights they feel like pretty comfy against fight against each other because they feel like safe but like outside of that bubble Jesus Christ they don't stand a chance they're so bad in comparison to, like, some of the other archetypes that have been released. Like, still set 9 decks from V Premium are just infinitesimally better than anything they've brought out with the V Collection stuff.
0: So you know what they should do? They should format, restrict, V Premium. Once we get to V Collection 6, it should be... What's legal is V Collection 1... To V Collection 6, and just ensure that there's enough reprints for each of the clans and the archetype. That way, there's no mm-hmm. reason to go back to the main set. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should just let some sleeping dogs lie. Just let them roam in premium. Just yeah. let them, just, just let them stay, yeah. stay in premium. Just say that V Premium is now all the V Premium collections. So the only things that are legal are cards that have been reprinted in the V collection series. So if you do have the older versions of the cards, you don't have to change your debt. You don't have to go out and buy V collection versions of that. This also could act as the core ban and restriction lists, you know? Um, Yeah. Yeah. uh, The cards that have been reprinted are cards that are like, "Eh, this is fair, this is balanced, this will work. And Mm. it it keeps cards that should not exist outside and in the free-range wild horse area with premium format. Or Yeah, exactly. Because I've been reading a lot of
1: these cards, I'm like man this is so sad like these cards when, like some of these cards would never see the light of day in comparison to some of their counterparts yeah. or like you have to play some of these cards now because the other cards that are just a million times better than them are banned now so you're like well
0: yeah. we don't have a choice we have to play these I guess yeah that's that's what that's that's how I'd fix it that's how it should be fixed or here's a crazy thought yeah, oh. get rid of it that's wild that's like, destructive Like I you're just so wanna, wild
1: and crazy I wanna
0: have a megaphone and go to like mm-hmm. BCS uh, I mean mm-hmm. BSF and yeah. announce out and be like attention please if you have had your life improved by the existence of the premium please raise your hand and then crickets.
1: <laughs> I think it's possible that we're just not like, we might probably be drinking some Haterade, that's an old term nope. f- for you youngins <laughs> tr- I, th- I think we're probably just drinking a little bit too much Haterade nope. for V Premium yeah. I-, I actually yeah. like all of the formats to be honest, Mm-mm. I like all of them No. I just don't like how V Premium has been treated right now, no. and I don't like how how, how, like I just don't like some of the cards and the quality of the cards currently. The ripen. truth is, the issue I JJ, have with
0: it. you What's like V Premium when mm-hmm. the meta is in your favor. When, no, when no. You I, I like it all when everybody can in play the, the sandbox. game. V Premium is a game mm-hmm. for whales. Like, you would think Premium would be the game for whales. But it's actually V premium. You're gated out by paying now for a good V premium deck the cost of a G zone and premium now. Unless you're playing something cheap, you know. $12 can build you a mega colony deck. I learned that. But it's just, it's a hard sell. There were heavy groans when they announced that they were still going to continue to support V Premium. I think, frankly, what we would have wanted more than the V Premium, and what I, I, I believe I'll be proven correct by saying this when the Premium Collection set releases... we would have wanted six sets of premium collection support rather than six sets of V premium collection support. And I think it I'm will only take yeah. one premium yeah. set to prove me right.
1: I think the fact that we're getting new G-Guardians and stuff currently... And that we're gonna be getting new defensive options. If they had said a year or so ago, we're gonna stop supporting V Premium, I'd say, Huh, okay, well that's alright. If yeah. they just like just like when you have like an old server, I, I think one of those uh what game is currently stopping that the servers are, are shutting down? Like one of those old WoW server games and stuff. You're like, yeah, the servers are closing down. We're no longer supporting this game, but you can kind of play it on your own private server. Just like how they did with Buddy Fight, for example. Yeah. It's like, hey, have fun with your V card still from set nine or thirteen or whatever. Yeah. Whatever but, you're enjoying.
0: Um uh-huh. But mm-hmm. the thing that Buddy Fight did that I wish they had done for V premium instead of giving us reprints of older units in v premium uh, mm-hmm. was the like super buddy fight deck like uh set that release like the very final set where it was like promos that they hadn't gotten um basically every single deck got a nuke or something relevant so that way you could play it as an um And uh, what are they called when it's just like the full set of cards? LCG, living game. Uh, Living card game, yeah. Mm -hmm. So like Buddy Fight currently is like eternalized as a living card game. If you get this last set and you had your older cards, you could continue to play Buddy Fight and have a good time. That's what they should have done for V Premium. Give us reprints of the G- of the sorted VRs, throw in other chase cards that were not uh, commons, rares, or double Rs, like hard to obtain cards, and then throw in some spice. Give every clan something that makes you go, ah, that's neat. But. The six volume collections just kind of seems excessive, pointless, and the same complaint that we have with encounter cards. Just let them die. It's been 3,000 years. Because <laughs> then you get disappointment when your favorite card that you've really wanted to see in V series comes back and it's Reggie. Like imagine the sadness as a limit break Reggie player. You ate really good in the G series. And now they're like, Hey, your boy Reggie is back in the V flavor. And you're all like, Ooh, he gonna be busted. If the power creep is what I think it is, he should be better than he was before. Psych. That was the biggest (laughs) rug pull ever. Like, I complain about the rug pull for Lox and Polaris. But, like, the pain of a Reggie player is a pain that i feel on the outside but how would you fix it how would you fix v premium how would
1: i fix i i think i just agree with the whole just i think they just should have stopped it 2 years ago yeah. i feel they should have just like let it go should have just let go of the hand yeah you're trying to hold on to the titanic, titanic just let it go
0: yeah but let, just let go sing. Rose. It's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Just, just let go. Yeah. I can't remember the lyrics. Here, wherever you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, V premium shouldn't even be like on the table. I feel like it's just a distraction. It's a distraction from really making premium the the format that players who so okay. Let me explain why it is. I believe premium format is the best format because any player who has played Cardfight Vanguard could walk back into the game by just reading the rule book. But with every refresh, just reading the actual rulebook doesn't really prepare you to play that format if you're a veteran of a previous format. Like, mm-hmm. if you played in V, the transition to D isn't hard if you played in g legion limit break or even original series the transition to d isn't hard but on the reverse it's confusing (laughs) so i think premium should be the one that's focused on when it comes to like a ban a restriction list and reprints, and even new cards that are created in that format. There's nothing wrong with making a premium collection set and supporting all of the different things that came before that are encompassed in premium. Like, the the best premium set that we could ever get would include Legion support, would include... Um, limit break support, brake rides, gift system, uh, persona rides. Like, it would include everything that is in Vanguard. That's a true premium. It'd be a cool collection. thing,
1: like a Legion, sort of like Thingsaver, but also you get a gift marker for it.
0: Exactly. V Collection like- stole all of this, all of these, like, cards that we could have had because they were retooled for one specific format that there's no guarantee that the player base will keep up with. I mean, I think like the biggest tell of this is looking at what cards did they feature as the chases, do you think anyone would have cared about a premium collection set if they did not put Silverthorn uh R- Reverse in it? As no, like one of the highest at chase? At yeah. Same reason why Ashley I actually you.
1: I can guarantee you if they didn't put in Cecilia, Ashley, or Lukier in any of these collection sets, yep. nobody
0: would have after them. Nope. Everybody would have slept. If they nope. were like Here's these V collection sets. Also, Mm -hmm. they're all brand new units. We would have all slept, especially after getting volume one and two. So let's look at it as we have volume one, two, three, and four. And Mm -hmm. none of the cards are cards from like units that we've seen already. Mm -hmm. Do you think anybody would have, like, messed with those sets. Especially with the effects that they have. Nope. Nobody would have messed with them. So, eh, yeah, no, can't. V Premium, I wanted to lose all of its support after this year. I'd like to never have to talk about it again. If they, I think the solution to Premium is, say... Okay. We have a premium limited tournament. And what you would mean by limited is these cards from X sets are usable. So like, uh, or even these cards from these formats are usable. So you could say like BSF 2023. We have a premium yeah. limited generation era format. This means that we are playing exclusively with the format from set one to set... G- the, well, the most recent premium collection for premium G era, you know. But Or like we have a premium limited V series format, meaning that only <clears throat> cards... With the V icon can be used. Mm-hmm. But saying that we're going to have uh, two different premium formats. Just makes it confusing. Makes it hard to balance. And just makes something that's a distraction from the core game. Like I, I want the R&D team to be focused on D format not V. oh that'd be
1: that'd be really good yeah so one thing's one disappointment to another but you know what you can't get disappointed mm. com. oh
0: snap whoa segue oh! let's go so,
1: Car- <laughs> so carfightmeta.com was released on the twos of the tuesday on 2022 on february so Yo. if you guys don't know what it is so if you guys don't know what it is, Cardfightmeta.com is the largest deck compendium of Cardfight Vanguard decklist. dex of lists, And also, one of the largest scenes for Cardfight Vanguard article places as well. So if you guys like yourself some articles, like to get yourself in the know of anything meta-relevant, you could read some of our articles by our awesome awesome staff, and also by our columnists who are doing some really good work on cardfivemeta.com metacom You can give it a look and let us know what you think and some feedback. <laughs> and if you guys also have any awesome columns you guys want to write to, get in contact with us. cardfivemeta.com
0: 5 one-stop place for all of
1: your Card5 Vanguard needs.
0: Thanks, JJ. That was very impassioned. Bold, dare i say no it's how
1: you were like you were going off and... <laughs> all right
0: <coughs> we're
1: gonna need to let him breathe a little bit um before we make him re- go off again oh yeah so we got the one other disappointment to talk about one other one other disappointment before we can talk a little bit about some good news <laughs> good news uh vanguard zero You have been on a tirade, you have been on a rant, you have been yelling at the heavens and had a game studio to answer you, to let you in so you could talk to the people in charge. What's going on?
0: Tell me. Imagine it. You are a game studio employee and you're just playing Mm -hmm. Minecraft on your computer, then I roll up in (laughs) (laughs) Time to listen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> all right so you like, unroll your list <laughs> so let's talk about vanguard zero uh i want to talk very specifically about vanguard zero global um global and uh the japanese server are not the same they are uh, as proven last week managed very differently and um, they also get different kinds of support. I'd say that it does way better in Japan as far as numbers are concerned of active players than it does here in the global server. Um, there's a lot of reasons why. Uh, so here we go. Reason number one it's expensive. This is this is just way too expensive. The conversion rate between gems and actual money just is not like it's not worth it. The cost of a pack of 5 cards in Vanguard 0 mirrors nearly the cost of uh seven cards. Yeah, we get 7 cards in a pack now in the physical game. On top of that, with a rotating monthly monthly meta, it's not it's not good for new players reason number two it doesn't really have anything to do with card fight Vanguard like it's mirroring the gameplay kind of and also the cards but it isn't really Cardfight Vanguard. It's not what we asked for. We wanted a digital Cardfight Vanguard client. Instead, we got a digital Cardfight Vanguard inspired client, where they have their own separate rule set. They ha- all the guarding works differently. The aggression plays are different. So, if you're a player of the physical card game, it's going to be a hard transition for you. That, next to the first reason of it's not really easy to build a deck because of how expensive it is. Uh, Reason number three, it's way too time-consuming. In order to play the game as free to play you really have to make it a daily job by logging in three times during the day to get essentially what's a dollar's worth of stamina that then converts into roughly about 0.3 percent of one card so every single day you can grind for 0.3 percent of any card in the game some would say that's pretty fair i say nay reason number four um this could be the reason why we don't have an actual digital client uh i still have to do some at some full in the guess uh investigative work. Wow, I could not say that word. Investigative work into what is exactly the license that Game Studio has for Cardfight Vanguard? Because if the license is a full license for digital use of Cardfight Vanguard's properties, then this could be the reason why we don't have another digital client. Game Studio has a license to it. And until the license is up, No one else can make a game, or they can't make a competing game. Because, very sure, it wouldn't be like the case of Duel Links, where Master Duel released and Duel Links still hits its regular numbers. Um, I'm very sure a digital client for Cardfight Vanguard would take a considerable amount of the player base from Vanguard Zero. And reason number six. They're really burning through the storyline. Have you noticed that, JJ? No. No? You haven't noticed?
1: Wow. No, I have not noticed that much. Uh, yeah, yeah, I have not noticed that much. I mean, I, I don't stream. Who? <laughs> oh. This might also be a testament to it as well. I don't stream it as
0: often as I used to. Well,
1: So there's like a lot of things I've also tuned out on. Um, I do realize there's actually some, a lot of content creators have constantly just been moving away from more and more the Vanguard Zero content. It's not like they're hating on the game, but it's just sort of like... It's they'd boring. just rather do more stuff with their own time.
0: You know what I mean? Boring. Yon. <laughs> I want to take a sleep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a bad place. It's just sort of like you'd just rather do... Literally anything
0: else? (laughs) Well, currently, they are starting the Vanguard GZ arc. Well, getting close to it. We haven't gotten to Cosmo yet. Um, But, if they're continued at the speed, they'll be in V-Series by October. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen after that? That's my question, partner. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> got really southern there uh what's gonna happen after they finish up with all of the vanguard storyline could we be looking at this game coming to an end and i'd say get a good four four year run four years uh, possibly to could they could probably do some, like, re
1: recoded events, so, like, events that they've had. They could bring them back again and wheel them around, because they've done some, like, reimagined events and stuff with, like, extra rewards, and I guess they can keep on doing that for a minute. Uh, but, it, like what you said, if they're done with GZ, I, th- I don't think it'll be the end of the game, because they, they can always do, like, gifts, but they can nerf the gifts if that, that makes sense. Yeah. They could always do overdress and they've done overdress with Toya already. So there is enough content for a couple of years.
0: I mean And as long as they keep on printing out cards, you don't run out of much. When they get to the V series, it's gonna be interesting because mm-hmm. either Protect will become one of the best decks or it won't have a chance to shine again because of the way that Vanguard Zero or- works or they might make it that your protect adds
1: your pg out of your deck to your hand. Ew. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, Ew. I know. But as I said, yeah. they could just nerf it. They don't need to make it exactly the same with markers and stuff. Like if they do make protect uh if they make uh force 2 for example, they could make force 2 just be on vanguard or something. Well, these... so you just have a perma
0: MLB. Yeah, that's that's ass. <laughs> Just play real Vanguard. Like Yeah, but that's just, what I'm thinking. Stop stops buying that. gems and go buy packs. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the other reason why I think Vanguard Zero is going to fall off pretty soon mm-hmm. is the return of physical card games. Like, let's not forget... This game released at the very beginning of the pandemic in the global setting. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of bored card fighters. We couldn't do anything. So, I mean, Vanguard Zeros is nostalgic. It's kind of Vanguard. And I can't go to the card shop. So I'll play Vanguard Zero. But now, we can go outside. We can turn cards sideways with our friends in person.
1: Well, That's true. How's that been, actually? How's your local spin been
0: going on? How's your weekend? Oh, we're having a $500 crash tournament in April. Hey, You. Yeah. Damn. You. Yeah. Right. Like I said... The moment that it was time to turn cards in person again, we're having money matches. (laughs) Money. (laughs) But I'll be judging. I'll be judging for that. Why won't you be playing yourself? What? Why won't you be playing yourself? Because I'll be judging. If if the tournament's if the tournaments turn out is more than 24, which it has been for previous ones that we've had, uh, I tend to not play in the tournament, just so I could focus on any judge calls and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I get paid like $120 for this. I don't wanna split it with nobody. Like, technically, I make more money than the person who comes in first sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had a Vanguard Zirt Zero tournament at a physical card shop?
1: Oh, that feels so awkward. <laughs> That feels so. That feels like Hearthstone level. Have you ever been to so Hearthstone fireside gatherings?
0: No, I would go, and I'd hang out in my car, and connect to the Wi-Fi. <laughs> I don't want to meet sweaty people.
1: But it, it's like that. It's I, I have done commentary for one, and I've played in one. It is extremely uncomfortable to play in Oof. because I'm like, can I just do this at home or? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, sh- yeah, no. Um never been a fan of them. I know that kind of before all the shops were like, "Nah, we closed. Um they were pushing for Vanguard ser- zero tournaments in them. Um I don't think they're going to do that again. I don't, I don't think they're going to continue to push it. I don't know. I just feel the global push for Vanguard Zero has been weak. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of non existent. Like, here's a good example. Why don't they hold a Vanguard Zero tournament during BSF? Or BCS? Like,
1: bsf is because it's spring fest bcs is uh autumn fest
0: yeah so why not yeah if if zero is I a guess? format it depends on what
1: what um where would you want to slot it in would you want to slot it in summer or do we slot it in winter? because i guess you would want to do both
0: yeah can slot it in the winter because i mean the summer one is always a team event which i mean it could be possible to do a vanguard 0 team event as well i the, the point i was making with that facetious question is <laughs> nobody wants to play it <laughs> nobody wants to play a vanguard 0 tournament it's not vanguard you have the option of like you got Four plates in front of you. One plate. Mm-hmm. And they're all sealed. So you don't know what food is underneath it. So you have mm-hmm. one plate. It's a little tray card. It says D standard. You got another plate. It's got a little card. It says premium. You got another plate. It's got a little card. Says V premium. And then you got another plate, and it's got a card, and it says Vanguard Zero. Which plate are you picking up first? Hmm. Which plate? I I don't know. You don't know. You hungry? No, I don't know. You hungry? Your stomach growls. Would you want to go for all of them? No, you can only pick up one. This is like a, a dinner service. It's like a, don't don't be greedy. You are a guest. <laughs> pick a plate. Well, what if I want all of them, dude? What do you mean? That's not an option. Fine, no. fine. What's the good choices then? No, it's just what do you feel for yourself is you, a good choice? No, you have to decide i am the host of mm-hmm. this dinner party you rsvp'd you sent the little card back i got it yeah. but you forgot to bubble in what you want to eat so i need you to pick which dish you uh-huh. want to eat <laughs>
1: okay did i see on the list what was on the the the, the
0: what was the options? The dinner yeah, options? Yeah, already? let me let me read let me read it off for you. Dish number one, had. D standard. Uh-huh. Dish number uh-huh. two, premium. Dish uh-huh. number three, The premium. Dish number <laughs> four, Vanguard zero. I think more times than not.
1: I'm actually liking an overdress now more than premium, so I might go for
0: overdress. All right. I lift up the dish, and the dish Mm -hmm. that you got is a cheeseburger. Mm -hmm. Because Fangirl D standard is like a cheeseburger. It's perfectly Uh, balanced. Anyone would be like, hmm, I'd eat that. And Mm -hmm. sometimes it surprises you. And it's also consistent. There's different variations of a cheeseburger. There's different Mm -hmm. toppings on a cheeseburger. But you know what? It's a build-your-own-cheeseburger bar, so go enjoy your dinner. (laughs) But you know what's (laughs) under the dish for Vanguard Zero? What was it? Vanguard Zero. It it you know what it is. What? It's a croissant, but it's a store bought, <laughs> like a Walgreens croissant.
1: Why is that it that's been there for like that's been there past midday? That's yeah. been there like you go at four p.m. and there's still croissant there. It's got
0: layers, and it's like at the bottom, it has butter, but you know mm. what? tastes a little old yeah yep it's like an old croissant you'll eat it like you'll you'll throw more butter mm-hmm. on it and be like i'll copium my way through this and you'll be able to consume <laughs> it but you won't feel like you've been fed you'll be like damn I think I want to see what's under that the premium dish or that premium dish mm-hmm. cuz I'm still hungry. Like you know, it just doesn't it isn't satisfying. It's edible. No. no. You you get what they were trying to do, but it's not satisfying. You don't feel like mm-hmm. you have the same control as you do with that cheeseburger where you can do whatever you want to it and still have a good time. That's not the case exactly. in Vanguard zero you, you, can,
1: you, you can, can add pickles, you can add onions, you can yeah. take away the onions, you can add garlic sauce. you can take away with a garlic sauce. you can do whatever you want to it. Yes, yeah. it's good.
0: yeah, because you it's have that, basic,
1: but it's good basic yeah
0: you've got that you've got the ride deck. You've got mm-hmm. one piece of bread, then you've got mm-hmm. the burger patty, then you have mm-hmm. the cheese and then you have mm-hmm. the bun. And you know what? Mm. Every single game you start with a cheeseburger. Your ride deck <laughs> yeah. is the cheeseburger, and then you know yeah. what all the toppings are—the spice in your deck, everything yep. that makes that cheeseburger delicious. But you don't get and you have that the cheese, feeling. which is the
1: over triggers. Yeah. <laughs> cheese is the over trigger. Yeah.
0: Oh, you know what the over trigger is? Pepper Jack.
1: Ah, surprises s- you. you take a bite,
0: and you're like, oh, oh it's spicy. creamy <laughs> and uh-huh. it's got a kick. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like um I th- to to put it in the nicest terms of my opinion, Vanguard Zero. It's just it's a glass that is half full, but even when you stare at it. And you try to find the silver lining. It's never half empty. That was my spicy way of ending that. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> awesome. So we don't need to talk about the win and lose and lose. There's, there's no obvious winners of the obvious ones. Talk a little bit about it at length.
0: Yeah, the, the obvious <laughs> winners of V-Clan Collection is Prism and Luard, because everyone else got nothing substantial. That mattered, no, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Nope. All right, so so
1: with that being said, is
0: there uh, anything else you want to add anything you put well, in? We gotta throw out a couple of decks that we'll we think we'll see in each format for top five for BSM. Oh, true. yeah yeah yeah. So let's start with D format. My top mm-hmm. decks uh very simple. Barrow Magnus is number one. The reason being mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just too good it's a very good deck it's dirt cheap so there's a lot of people who just picked it up while everybody else is like yo i'm building bruce i'm building other decks that are better and then everybody gets clapped by barrow magnus who just sits over here soul charges a bunch calls out a unit throws it back into their deck and has huge numbers They draw an extra card every single turn once they hit grade three, and if they're running Persona rides, it's even worse to play into. Um, Mm -hmm. Barrow Magnus is my number one pick. I very much feel we'll see a Barrow Magnus in the top five of the teams. Um, Second is going to be Bruce. Bruce is... Mm -hmm. Bruce grade four specifically. It is a pretty good mid-range duck at defending to get to the grade 4 turn. And their grade 4 turn tends to decide the game if they were able to draw into their pieces. Not as consistent as Barrow Magnus because all they have to do is Soul Charge. That's why I'm putting it at number 2. Number 3. <coughs> Magnolia Elder. The grade 4. Um, If a player has... The promo, I'm very sure one of the stipulations is this promo is in the deck. Um, They're just really strong and really consistent now. And the resist promo helps them against uh, matchups that will try to burn their back row. Um, And also the promo receives an extra 10,000 power. Also, they have access to just once they hit grade four... They are going to be able to consistently pull off six attacks if they have the full board. And that becomes a problem for just about every single deck. And it seems like D format post set four is favoring aggression. Hence why my number four pick, wait, yeah, number four pick is going to be Varena. Uh, I think Verena Grade 4 is a super consistent deck. And I believe that it's also got some pretty good aggression in the early game that continues its tempo all the way up to the end game. Um, Nevada's, uh, skill giving 10,000 power to the front row is far better than all of the other grade fours just because you get to skip around and still get your persona ride power, um, I I said before that I feel the grade fours will get crept out due to Persona Ride being consistently good. Because all it takes is having the ability to fetch for a grade three or a grade three of a specific name for Persona Ride to very easily overtake um, a grade four deck. Uh, And then my fifth pick, uh, kind of... Just because I'm building the deck, but I see a a good chunk of flaws in it of why it wouldn't, is Grade 4 Prison with uh, the promo. You have to have the promo. The way the deck is currently built is around... Getting as much into the prison so that your opponent is just like, "Ah, I either don't have the resources to remove them from the prison or B, I have no reason to remove them from the prison. You want to get more in there than circles that they have on uh, the board. Uh, Because if not, once you get into your grade four turn as Sarah Snow, and you Mm -hmm. don't have another copy of Sarah Snow in your hand to ride... You're kind of just sitting there doing nothing, relying on being able to have units in that prison so you get the secondary Seraph Snow skill. And for that, I'm not very confident in Seraph Snow topping very consistently because of the promo for one. And also the deck falls apart if you do not consistently ride your grade four. So those are my five, five, five Blah, 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 blah. Those are my five picks. Okay. Okay. I can uh,
1: I can see where you come up with some of those uh, lines and ideas. Yeah. Uh so going for me for going from for overdress from five to one. No real particular order. I mean just what I what I think off the top of my head. Um five to one. I think Nirvana.
0: hmm
1: I feel Nirvana is like a really good Consistent deck, and especially that they have the new Verena Esperidia.
0: <laughs> Esperidia,
1: it is a pretty good grade four that gives them a good multi-attack uh, finisher with over like thirty to forty k power. Extra, it's kind of scary, especially if they get like a critical trigger on it. Plus, an over there are just some odd scary things that you can do with it now. You can go for the prayer build. You can go for the standard build. I think most people have been hovering closer to the more just standard bit. Built grade Four finish, uh, and I'm talking about a Great Four Nirvana. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really good. I really like it a lot. Um, then we have for slot four. um I think I do agree with Bar Magnus, uh, but I think it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those like underrated sleeper decks. I'm gonna put it there for me for now because I want to see how much people has been testing and how people have been doing well after we get the first week reports. You could be like, well, this is the best deck. You should have been saying it's the best deck. But it's in my top five. I I have no doubt in my mind that's going to take some dubs off of people who don't know how to play around it properly. Like, those... Um, this is one of the decks that, it, just like the other deck I'm going to mention, that these decks, if you don't play a runner properly, you're just going to get Molly Watt if you don't manage your resources, because I played Zorga against it today, and I realized okay, I cannot go all in, because if I have no way of Soul Blasting my stuff out of my soul via Shadow Cloak, I can't play the game, mm-hmm. so I need to put him in a situation where he has to use his skill for him to play and if he does that i can play by not committing fully to the board so it's, it's really nice it's one of those kind of i make you think sort of decks which is really good yep uh next up we have meteors meteors is an archetype that has just got recently some more extra support and you can play it pure you can play it with world It's just overall good. It's good against other decks that just wants to commit more stuff. It's good against Bastion. uh, And Bastion right now is in a struggle street. (laughs) So it's not on my list right now. I'm not going to mention it. Outside of like a honorable (laughs) mention in between. Uh, Sadly enough, it's not doing too hot. But I I think Gravidia is like really, really good.
0: Oh, Um, I I definitely agree. It's rocks. Who doesn't like burning the board and drawing cards? Mm Mm-hmm. It's rock solid.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh one of all the other archetypes is <laughs> Magnolia Elder. Uh, because it is just Zorgnolia actually. I this is what you would probably want to call it now. It has so many tools of being able to get your grade threes back, your grade twos back, your grade twos copy themselves. They it just it just does so much. It's insane as the like I underestimated it when we rated it during the uh the uh rating the the uh, nation ratings that we did at the beginning uh, at the beginning of the uh, the set Uh and i was surprisingly really welcome to be disappointed like to be surprised in that way because like wow it it does a lot of work more work than i thought it would have oh yeah It tempos, it pressures, it has a really good strong grade 3 turn, a really strong grade 4 turn. And the turns after, having columns of plus 10k is just fundamentally really good. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we have uh, my final slot. uh, It is going to be locked in on Seraph Snow. I think Seraph Snow is one of those decks where, just like Baron Magnus, it punishes you for not playing well it punishes you on not knowing what to do effectively against it i myself have not played too much against it either so i can't tell you exactly how to play against it but then again even if you learn how to play against it your style of approaching it still might be fundamentally different than what others how they would approach would approach it some people would go all in rush on the early turns not really care about their stuff getting prisoned or they might play very conservative, not commit anything, and then wait for the great four turn, and just kind of big chill, and just then start playing. But it's like three to four extra turns where your opponent can just swing on you for free as the as the prison player, where they can also pick apart your hand and stuff like that, which is kind of nasty. Yeah. <laughs> See, and you need to pick your battles, pick your fights where you
0: can, and it punishes people who don't test properly. And prisons, so it's, it's gonna style. be. Um, uh, hmm? Prison's playstyle is not not very easy to play against if you're an aggressive player. If you play a deck and you call things to the board earlier in the game, uh, that's not where you're going to want to be. Uh, This is one of the good reasons why, with Flagberg, I'm very hesitant with running the Flagberg line if I were to use it competitively. Um, Yeah, because that's just giving them free resources yeah so um i i think like the players who play competitive uh who play very aggressive like head first when it comes to vanguard um they are the ones who get oppressed the most by the police
1: (laughs) yep yep especially players who just like commit their stuff don't really think about it or if they do think about it they think about oh this card or deck is oppressive and mm-hmm. focus on the negatives rather than the ways of being counteracted they'll always think that it's it's just too strong or way too overpowered
0: mm-hmm. uh
1: but i i myself also certainly practice against it i have no idea how to play against it yet i have some friends who have it so hopefully one of these days they'll just like smash my skull in with it and make me uh regret living oh yeah but it, it's gonna be fine
0: and they have such fine. a interesting card pool of support that When added, because I'd say like Sarah Snow Grade 4, you have a flex slot of at least 2 to 3. And you have a flex Mm -hmm. slot of 7 if you don't have the promo. So, they have a lot of cards that can fill those flex slots that are still problematic. Like, um, just because they won't have access to the promo, that means that they have 4 cards that they can change into orders. Very specifically, the order that rips a card from the opponent's hand and places it in the prison. So, you're not completely safe, you know? hmm hmm So, uh, we don't have to talk about V. V is decided. No, the, the um, V V has been decided for
1: by, by Bushir already. Yeah. Uh, Premium, I think, is very open-ended. We could talk about, like, all the possible archetypes, uh, but I think there's still, like, five archetypes that are still, like, fundamentally still good
0: at mm. the convention,
1: though, right? Or at least three. There
0: should be, but you know what we should do? We should talk about that on the next week's episode. We'll go into premium. Well, premium is really big and very complicated, um, yes, crunching it into a five minute segment wouldn't do it justice. So how about the next week's episode we talk about what we expect to see at premium for BSF um, What are some wild card picks? Uh, we'll divide it up into uh, good good horses to bet on wild horses and then the glue factory. Those are the three segments <laughs> that we'll do. And I think, like, we can't even just say, like,
1: five or whatever. We just mention decks, and we just say how we feel about them. Yeah. If they're Blue Factory good, or, or like, the horses you bet on, you know? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's just, like, yeah. there's options. There's a lot of options. Premium is very complex and pretty open-ended. Mm. The meta isn't very decided in that, because there's just so much spice to create a deck that can play into literally anything isn't easy. But if I were to name it, no, I'd it is say it's easy. Shadow Paladin Luard. That for yeah, me, it. I feel that is a.
1: I feel that's a pedigree horse. That's one of those like horses you use for, yeah. um, for those tournaments and not use it for like a race or anything. Yeah. You just sort of like. It needs to do this specific line of play for it to be executing perfectly. And yeah. it only really works well in the hands of a good player. So I feel it needs to be one of those pedigree horses. Yeah. Those uh, parade horses and stuff. You just kind of like.
0: I it. I just kind of have a parade around. A wild horse would be. Mm-hmm. Order Bugs. That's a I wild horse. I actually feel that's a race horse. Um. I wouldn't say it just yet. I don't feel that the code has been cracked or that it is in the same degree of it has no bad matchups. Also, oh wait, nope, never mind. We got nothing to worry about because they said nothing's a problem in premium. So you'll still have Gridora. (laughs) yeah as long as you got Gradora you're fine Um, glue factory I would say Mm, weasels (laughs) (laughs) I've seen a couple of people trying to make weasels work in premium and I'm like this ain't it chief glue factory (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, I, I can I can I can agree with that, yeah. Sure.
0: Cool. So that's what we're doing next week. Where we're gonna compare them to horses. <laughs> yeah. <Yeehaw>. Just cause. <laughs>
1: just just cause. He's a southerner. I like how horses look. They don't taste all that hot to me, but you know.
0: They go nay. <laughs> all right bye everybody see you next week take care everyone till next time